Hello goddess and welcome back. This is Aryan Rights and the Goddess Experience, your go-to podcast for healthy post-trauma living and all the mindset shifts that come with it. If you don't know me, I'm Arian, an independent new adult fempowerment author, and you can learn more about me and my work on my website, www.arianwrites.wixsite.com goddess. That's arianwrites.wixsite.com goddess. And if you missed the last episode, please go back and listen to the episodes that you've missed because we will not be covering the last episode's lessons in this episode. Eight and a half years is a lot of info to cram into podcasts, and I really want to enhance your value by not repeating myself. Don't worry though, goddess. I will be waiting right here when you get back. I promise. You're worth it. So as you remember in the last episode, we talked about how it gets better over time pinpointed what's stopping you from healing and worked a little bit on feeling worthy of healing. Whew, that's a lot to cover in under 30 minutes. Today we're going to talk about the power of what you eat and the contents of this episode may just surprise you. So before we dive in, I did just want to mention that that I'm going to be mentioning Goddess Boot Camp a lot. And in actuality, the name of my training is Goddess Lifestyle Training, but I didn't have that nailed down yet when I recorded this episode. So I just wanted to let you know that so you weren't confused. Um, My course is no longer going to be called Goddess Boot Camp and is going to be called Goddess Lifestyle Training. Thank you so much for watching. Now let's get into it. Before we begin, I need to put a big juicy disclaimer right here because I don't want you to be disappointed. Today we're only talking about why what you consume makes a world of difference. If you want to learn how to take control of what you eat, please sign up for my newsletter, Arian Writes Newsies, so that you don't miss the chance to sign up for my course, Goddess Bootcamp. So, if you want the juicy deets, we'll talk later, but for now, let's talk about the power of what you eat. I was a fast food addict in my teens. Like, bad. And it got to a point where I'd be walking out the door to go hang out with friends and my beautiful mother would offer me the food that she'd made and I would tell her I wasn't hungry and then proceed to go eat fast food like minutes later. I'd sneak whole meals on my way home and hide the leftovers in my closet, then eat mother's home-cooked meals and finish my leftover closet food afterwards. I was drowning my sorrows in food and it felt easy to justify because food is good for you, right? But not all food is good for you. Of course, you do need to take that with a grain of salt because eating something is better than not eating anything at all. And again, if you want to know how to really take control of the way you eat, please sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss the open enrollment for Goddess Bootcamp because it's too much stuff to go over in a podcast episode. It started because I didn't want to eat cafeteria food anymore. Being in high school meant being able to go off campus for lunch, and my high school was practically surrounded by fast food on all sides. I thought that because it wasn't served in a conveyor belt buffet line of food that I was making healthier choices, but then later in life I learned that 
It all pretty much comes from the same place, and even gas stations and jails. Pretty much any place that serves convenient, ready-made food uses the same supplier. And that completely destroyed my childhood nostalgia around taco salad bowls and pizza sticks, yo. So I ate out every single day. I was working and not paying any bills, so I spent the spare money I had on clothes and shitty food. Nine times out of ten shitty food, though. I thought healthy was Subway and Arby's and Wendy's and put zero thought into the actual ingredients and the source of the food. You know that adage, you are what you eat? Well, let me just say I had a fast food physique, greasy, bloated, and unhealthy. I worked out and managed to chisel out a bombshell figure regardless, but one look and any seasoned goddess would have known that I ate more fast food than well thought out meals. And I was in a toxic relationship, drowning the pain in toxic food, and then at my lowest point, popping toxic amounts of NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, to compensate for the pain that wasn't being touched by the bad food. And these toxic habits had a fairly adverse effect over time. For me, personally, I fucked up my digestion and metabolism. And in the end, it wasn't just my food affecting that, but we'll talk more about the other stuff in later episodes. Food was just my starting point on my recovery journey. I learned about gut and psychology syndrome shortly after I met Pumpkin. One of his roommates had a life-threatening journey with food and learning about GAPS saved her life. Initially, GAPS was discovered by Natasha Campbell McBride, since then, her teaching has been picked up by many, including Dr. Axe, author of Eat Dirt. Dr. Natasha's studies have finally linked the correlation between what we eat and what we think, going so far as to attribute mental illness to bad dietary habits. I had to listen to her lectures several times before absorbing the information and wanting to act upon it. I used to think it was because of her gorgeous accent, but I'm willing to admit that I had a lot of mental blockages around food, especially at that time. It's hard to take everything you've ever known about how to survive and then completely unlearn it and then relearn totally new information, but I was hooked. Addiction and mental illness runs deep on both sides of my family, and here was this doctor declaring that things like bipolar and schizophrenia can be contained by eating better. Hold. So why? Why is that? Well, it's complicated. Simply put, within the last century or so, we've transitioned from eating simple natural foods to very complex foods created in a lab. And our bodies weren't made in a lab. Our bodies were designed by nature. So we've been eating all of this stuff that we weren't designed to digest, and it wears on our health. Specifically, over time, these harsh foods can create small holes in your gut. Fucking terrifying, right? These micro lesions allow small particles of food to enter your bloodstream undigested, which causes all sorts of problems ranging from physical symptoms such as hives and digestional distress to mental symptoms like brain fog, depression, anxiety, all the way up to auditory auditory and visual hallucinations or episodes in people who are predisposed to or diagnosed with heavier mental health issues. Damn. So, 
Our society has been trained to believe that mental health issues are out of our hands, that we're at the whim of some invisible puppet master, but in reality, we are that puppet master. Not only that, but Dr. Natasha makes the point of mentioning that people with addiction issues are trying to self-medicate the mental issues caused by leaky gut. I learned this when I was in my golden partying age, young and dumb and in love with the rave scene, which is really the festival scene that was born out of the rave scene. I loved drinking, I loved partying, I loved being free and forgetting my past. But forgetting your past and not forgiving your past are two totally different cards in the same deck, and I was still learning that. I was 18. I was just a baby. And because of Pumpkin being a legitimate positive force in my life, I realized that I needed to take a hold of the wheel with both hands because it was worth it to have the best quality of life possible. I want mental stability for myself. I want a strong, healthy, romantic partnership. I want healthy workplace and personal relationships. I want to be defined by how I take control of my circumstances and not by falling victim to my circumstances. And that is why what you eat is important. When you step up to the plate and take responsibility for what you're putting in your body, you'll be empowered by the choices you make. Even when you do eat out, because let's be honest, sometimes you just want someone else to cook for you without having to do the dishes later. You'll be empowered by that decision. When you take responsibility for what you eat, you take control of your mental and physical well-being. I will say that again to let it sink in. When you take responsibility for what you eat, you take control of your mental and physical well-being. That is what being a goddess is all about, taking control of your mental and physical well-being. Because when you take control of your mental and physical well-being, you unlock the power you within you to create your own reality. Stop waiting for things to get better and start making them better by changing your energy, which creates new opportunities within your life. Life is a game. There's many ways to play it, and one of the key factors in the trajectory of that game is how we fuel our beings. I will leave links in the description box to the GAPS resources so you can learn more, and of course the link to sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss open enrollment for my goddess bootcamp. So that way you can learn more about the GAPS diet and the details of gut and psychology syndrome. Even if you're not interested in Goddess Bootcamp, everyone should learn what gut and psychology syndrome is because it will change the way you live your life. Before I go, I wanted to share a story with you. Pumpkin and I have been together for a decade, give or take, and six years into our journey, I had changed everything about my diet except for cutting out wheat. I was steadfast in my belief that because it was whole wheat, it wasn't bothering me, but it was. Pumpkin and I began fighting a lot because my comprehension was out the window. I was experiencing brain fog on extreme levels. You could have pointed at a stop sign and told me, that stop sign is red, and I wouldn't have understood what you meant. Insert bad red, red puns, Abbott and Costello style. And we almost broke up. After six years of beautiful, intense, deep, healthy love, we almost called it quits. And in a moment of extreme distress, I finally put the two and two together that we'd been eating excessive amounts of flour. And that might have been the culprit. I asked for a week 
one week to prove that it was an external source crossing my wires, and if cutting out the bread didn't change anything, then we would part ways. Because healthy relationships need to recognize toxic behaviors and then change them. And if change can't be applied, then the relationship itself is likely toxic and needs to end. To my relief, it was the bread. And I learned later, or relearned, I guess, that that kind of dramatic reaction to food is very common in people with leaky gut, especially if you're autistic. Holy It was the most frustrating moment in my life coming up against severe communication blocks. I felt like an alien robot with no translator. I can't imagine what those symptoms are like for someone with severe autism. Cause let's be honest, I haven't been diagnosed with anything. I just know that I'm a little weird. And it's because gluten is difficult to digest. So if you have leaky gut, the gluten can slip into your bloodstream as a peptide, which still needs to be broken down into a protein to be of any use to your body at all. And then it travels up to your brain to cause a temporary ruckus. I stopped eating wheat for about two and a half years and only tried it again after moving towns. It's enjoyable, but I still get horrendous hives if I eat it excessively, and I'm not addicted to it the way I used to be. When I was a kid, I could live off bread, and now I know that I need to be careful with it. In addition to wheat, I have an aversion to soy and intermittent issues with almonds. I choose to avoid soy altogether because it causes my body to tremble, and that's super unpleasant. Like, the whole thing just, like, shaking. It's horrible. I prefer almond flour to wheat flour, but I can't eat almond flour every day without causing issues. It's all about having the knowledge and awareness to observe, observe those things. And I will add that this is all things that I found out about myself through trial and error. I have not had any kind of allergy test done or anything um, because the results of those allergy tests depend entirely on what you've eaten that day and in the past week. and so those test results can change depending on when you get them and so i just don't i'm not about that life i just observe my body and see what's going on and that's super important what you eat is super important it's time to take advantage of that now get out your notebook it's time to take an audit of your time Think back to last week, and if you can't remember it all, don't worry, it's okay. How many packaged foods did you eat? Chips, breakfast bars, cup noodles. How many times did you eat out? Was it fast food or was it expensive dining? How many meals did you make at home? If it was out of a box that counts as packaged foods, if it was a meal made with whole ingredients, that counts as a meal made at home. Okay. How many packaged foods or meals did you eat roughly last week? How many times did you eat out? And how many times did you prepare a meal at home? Now, how have you felt last week? Emotionally, physically, mentally? Really sit with this for a moment, goddess. How have you felt this last week? Emotionally, physically, and mentally, how have you felt 
Okay. Now keep these numbers in mind. This isn't about good or bad. It's just about awareness. The important thing is that you've been eating, period. And I'm very proud of you for fueling your cosmic vessel. For me personally, eating more or less processed foods, including takeout, has a direct correlation to my mood, physical health, and so on. I make as much food as at home as possible, probably about 80% of my food at home. I'm still working on eating enough food while eating at home, and it really is a goal of mine to be eating 100% home-cooked meals and snacks, but cooking at home is exhausting at times, and I also don't have a chest freezer to do massive, massive bulk amounts of meals and then just keep things in the freezer. So we're working on it. So here's what I want you to do. Take a step back and look at your schedule. Figure out when you have the most free time in the next seven days. Pick a day to cook a meal with whole foods. I recommend lunch or dinner. Pick out a recipe that is just basic ingredients, veggies, meat, beans, rice. Pick something that sounds amazing. And then get the ingredients, although bonus points if you can base a recipe off of ingredients you already have at home. And then see if you can do that once a week every week. See if you notice a change in your life. Find easy, quick, simple recipes so that you can start cooking more often. I personally love making one-pot meals in my Instapot, who is not a sponsor, but could be. Hello, Instant Pot. Begin to build a routine around more thoughtful eating, because when you take responsibility of your mental health and well-being, you take control of your life. In addition to the Natasha Campbell McBride link, I will also leave a link to my favorite cooking channel on YouTube. Actually, there's two. There's Food Witches, Wishes, which is my OG food go-to YouTube channel. And I think it's Home Cook Pros is phenomenal. So I'll link those two YouTube channels down in the description box for you because I didn't know how to even cook for myself until somebody taught me how to. So don't worry, goddess. The expert at everything was once a beginner and that applies to you too. So for more tips on healthful living, subscribe to this podcast because there are plenty more where this came from. In the next episode, we are going to dive into the power of what you think. And if you liked this episode, you'll definitely like the next one. If you really enjoy the show and want to learn more about taking control of what you eat, please, please, please sign up for my newsletter so that you're the first to know when open enrollment for Goddess Boot Camp begins. It is the ultimate mindset and health course for blossoming goddesses who want to tap into their innate powers. And I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm excited for you to start cooking once a week, if not more, as you fall in love with taking responsibility for what you're putting into your body. Until next time, goddess, may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you. Hey goddess, 
Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.